thank you for joining us. The things you may hear tonight might cause you intense paranoia and frights as we journey down this dark rabbit hole together. So turn down your lights and turn up your radio and enjoy. It's not normal, it's paranormal. My baby left me on a UFO She couldn't wait to lift off and go I couldn't stand to see her cry I couldn't stand to be the reason why and all Ladies and gentlemen, to episode four of That's Not Normal, It's Paranormal uh, today we're going to be trying out a new little skit part of the podcast, whatever you want to call it. We're going to, it's going to be called the Campfire Stories, and this is going to be the special cemetery edition. Uh, I'm Big T, and here with uh, Dante Doom like normal. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about this because everybody knows when you're a kid, you know, sitting around that campfire or just in the room, you got the flashlight shining on your face. Trying to tell scary stories, it's, it's freaking hard because everybody's has a different perspective of what's scary. I mean, I some people are scared of clowns. Some people are scared of ghosts. But most people are all scared of death. So doing a cemetery version of this, I'm pretty excited about it. Oh, no doubt. Uh, for sure, because honestly, there's really nothing scarier than thinking about places being haunted where you take your final rest you know six feet under yeah you're trying uh, you're trying to sleep for all eternity and you got these freaking hellions up there running around on your grave and kicking your tombstone well that's probably living people more living people than <laughs> dead but still yeah. maybe that's why they haunt they're like hey i don't want you messing around with my tombstone yeah you think of all the history too that happens sometimes with like certain cemeteries because you have uh famous people and uh, iconic people, war veterans, uh, homicide victims, victims of many different routes in life. You know what I mean? So you think sometimes that energy kind of could stick around. And it's it's actually really uh, interesting that you say that is because on this podcast, on this episode, we decided about, you know, to do several different stories. And the ones I've chosen, all of them, had very very <laughs> bad past <laughs> like <laughs> none of them was just like you know random white woman and white just haunting it and nobody knows where she came from like all of these all these tombstones all these cemeteries grave sites i mean they're it's a brutal past yeah i mean some of the ones and stuff i uh looked up uh definitely some dark history uh to it as far as the land and stuff as well that the cemeteries uh were placed on and also uh one of the interesting ones i have which is actually uh, a little local to us uh has some uh occult activity that supposedly has happened there and possibly still has after effects till this day and before we get started um we want you to know that me and me and T has not went over these at all. He does not know what my stories are. I don't know what his stories are. And that's why we named a camp, campfire too, is because 
you don't know what the other person is going to tell you. And I thought it would be a, we, well, we thought it would be an interesting idea just to go into it blindly, just eat both of us, just come up with, find these stories and, you know, tell each, tell them, let the, let's spread the word. Hey man, that's how you learn sometimes. Sometimes it's good to hear something that you're not familiar with. And as I take it, I know now you did local this time, right? I did do local. I, uh, I'm, I'm spreading the love on mine because I wanted to make sure we didn't get we didn't pick the same places. <laughs> so I that was uh, a smart decision, man. Smart decision. I mean, we like a lot of the same stuff. So I felt like if we both would have stayed local, we probably would have ended up with the same places. Oh, there was a high chance of it because obviously we're going to try to find interesting ones to talk about. And like you said, we have very similar interests and stuff like that. Uh, with that being said, uh, Dante, how would you like to go ahead and start us off with the first one? All right. I definitely would like to. Uh, so my first one is located in Huntsville, Maple Hill Cemetery in Alabama. Roll Tide. Uh, <laughs> the cemetery is also more commonly known as the Dead Children's Playground. Now, the reason why it has that name is two reasons. One... In 1918, Huntsville was hit hard with the Spanish flu, and it would it killed entire families. And what I read was they were hauling out off corpses away like firewood. That's was, and it was so bad. Parents taught their children a nursery rhyme. Would you like for me to sing this nursery rhyme to you? <laughs> If you know the nursery rhyme band, you go ahead because that would freak a lot of people out. I, I, I'll try to I'll try to sing it like a little kid. I had a bird. I guess that's an old woman. Okay, so I'll try <laughs> to do it better. It's I had a bird. Her name was Enza. I opened a window and in flew Enza. Now uh-huh. what? Like you're you're teaching your kids this to not spread the illness and. Wow, it's killing your whole family. Like, <laughs> I, I couldn't imagine. <laughs> but so most of the children, they don't actually have an, a full number of how many children's buried in this cemetery. But here's the second part of why they call it Dead Children's Playground is there's a playground in it that you can go play. Like during the day, this is the busiest playground. And at night, the dead children play in the playground. They say you could be driving by and the swings will be swinging and you could hear kids. And usually from 10 p.m. to 3 a.m. is when these spirits of these kids come out to play. All the way up to the witching hour, huh? Pretty much. And uh, another thing is that they would like people could hear kids calling out to them while they're playing. And you could see like spectral figures and children running back and forth. And uh, a lot of people, I looked it up. There's a lot of photos of orbs and, you know, like usual figures in the background. If you take a photo, like people will be taking photo of kids on the playground and you can see these orbs and figures in the background. And then uh, 
I don't I don't know the reason for reasoning for this, but it's it just reminds me of like an old horror movie. There's a family mausoleum and there's just a rocking chair in front of it. And so like people drive by and this rocking chairs rocking and everything. That is some creepy <laughs> crap, man. And, like we, go ahead. We discussed before that kid ghosts are much often scarier than adult ghosts. Because you never really know, especially with like the whole calling you out, like trying to get your attention, uh, calling to you. Because there's always speculation, you know, sometimes that kids' spirits really aren't children. So that makes it even like twice as scary. And the fact that you have evil kids during the day that's real, and then evil night kids at nighttime. Like, because everyone knows kids are evil. I love my, I love my kid, but kids are evil, man. And uh, they got them black eyes, right, Dante? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. After reading this, I'm, I'm more scared of the living kids that would play at a playground in a cemetery. Uh, <laughs> but kids got to have something to do while the family mourns, you know? Well, I mean, it's not. Even, that's the. That's the. That's like they don't even. It's literally probably the only playground in the city I read. So, like, it's just, it's not even people mourning. It's just people coming to the cemetery to play on a playground. And so, and get this, this playground is so popular, okay? They, the cemetery, took the playground down overnight because they ran out of room for burial plots, okay? Mm -hmm. The city threw a fit because everyone loves this park. So they end up having to reinstall all new equipment. So the park's still there. Even so they tore down, people got mad, and then they built a new one in the same spot. I mean, they might have been scared that the dead children was going to come on them because they took their playground away, but <laughs> Yeah, man, that's I don't figure you want to upset some uh, kid ghosts either by taking away some of their festivities. No, no, because you figure they'd be they'd be pissed off. Where are they going to play at now? It's true, man. It's true. Uh, so the actual local story I found has an interesting story on how it started, and okay. this is actually in your neck of the woods. Uh, Woodlawn Cemetery in Fairmont, West Virginia. Oh, yeah, I've heard of it. I've drove by it, too. Yeah, it's funny, though, because uh, obviously a very rural cemetery. Uh, it started in 1875 uh, with the burial of a young boy. And the graveyard itself is actually the spots where the boy was actually shot and killed. And the father buried him there. And then multiple people after that that passed away started burying their loved ones there as well. So it ended up becoming a cemetery based off of a tragic event with a kid getting shot and killed. And uh, what makes it a little bit more interesting, too, is there's actually a, uh, a gentleman by the name of Francis Harrison Pierpont, which... I will admit, I don't know too, too much about, but they consider him to be the father of West Virginia, a very well-known figure that's buried there as well. So much as it actually placed the cemetery uh, on a list from the National Register of Historic Places. And 
I think it has a Pokemon ghost up there. Well, you know, when you're out there hunting ghosts, man, you might as well catch some Pokemon. I'm, I'm pretty sure it does, but I'm not 100% on that. Yeah. And at this uh, cemetery, it also, uh, what makes it creepy is the fact that there's, uh, I guess, a large number of, like, old uh, headstones, which kind of gives it that really eerie atmosphere. Uh, there's also graves there of former senators, congressmen, and uh, Civil War veterans. So a lot of history on top of the tragedy that started it all, which could definitely be a smorgasbord of, you know, activity possibly. Now, I might have – I'll have to look into it to make sure this is the one I went to. But I did go to uh, one of the cemeteries playing Pokemon Go, and there was all kinds – I mean, I know a lot of cemeteries around here got a bunch of old tombstones as it is. But the whole time I'm playing, you just had like an eerie feel the whole time like someone's watching you. Now, I was in – like I said, I'll, I'm going to check to see if this is the one I've been to. But the one I was in had uh, – you you went back in the woods some, and there was nothing but, like, the old, old tombstones. And it was creepy as hell. Yeah, there's also a mausoleum uh, section there as well, uh, which is a home of 500 crypts. Uh, it was built in 1924. But out of the 500 crypts – in eight different sections they have them, there is no number 13 because it's just superstition. Uh. And it's a place you can actually visit. You can actually visit that. Uh, you normally have to have an approval by the superintendent that runs that area. Uh, but it is somewhere where you can visit. And I just thought that was interesting, the superstition that they have 500 crypts in eight different sections, but there's no number 13 in any of the sections. That's uh okay. I see it now. No, I've never been to that one. I uh, I've been to a different one. That's not too far from that one, actually. But there's yeah, a lot of people. Had, that's there's a lot of people that don't trust the number thirteen. Yeah, no, that's for sure, for sure. Uh, it's just one of those odd superstitions, man. Number thirteen is considered extremely bad luck. Uh. It's also in many occult forms and stuff, too, that the groups will have 13 members. Just, uh, I guess, part of that is probably playing off that superstition or feeding that superstition. Uh, I just think it's interesting that that cemetery was started off of a tragedy. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's one thing that stuck out that made it really interesting to me because, really, there's nothing more tragic than a kid getting killed, you know, especially in a circumstance like that, like not some kind of natural disease, but actually getting murdered that's what (laughs) we've we've only talked about two haunted cemeteries and both of them have involved haunted kids (laughs) there's a trend going on here yeah i mean says uh the haunting speculations people have seen uh well-dressed figures uh which could possibly be you know congressmen senators and stuff like that you know people that are little well-off, probably a little well-dressed, uh, Civil War soldiers, and children. I think... I don't know how scared I would be to see, like, a Civil War soldier because I feel like you... 
you watch a lot of horror stuff. Like I said, I mean, yeah, if you see it in person, it'll probably freak you out. But you see a lot of horror stuff that, you know, you always see like, I want to see a ghost in modern clothes is what I want to see. You, you always have like old time clothes ghost. I want to see a ghost with like a, a shirt from Hot Topic trying to haunt someone. <laughs> He's got like his cannibal corpse shirt on. Yeah. Like he they're wearing like a they're wearing like a Lincoln Park shirt and like <laughs> or a Captain Catfish shirt. Yeah. You know, the bottom line. Or a shitty uh, Jason shirt. <laughs> not to uh make too long of a side note here, but I did have a question I thought about it the other day. I remember growing up, and you grew up right up the road from me. Uh I actually heard a story a long time ago uh, towards the road, which will keep unnamed just, just to keep unnamed. Uh, but the main road that led out to your house, I was yeah. told before where that old church building is there, that there's rumored that uh, people seeing a uh, ghost soldier walking in that area. Have you ever heard that before? Could just be I... a rumor on the mountain here, but I've heard that quite a few times. I feel like I've heard the story, but I don't know if I've actually ever heard of anyone actually seeing it. There's also, um, <laughs> it got brought up on Facebook, which is the most trustworthy source of news. Uh, up above where we live, there's also a bridge that supposedly is haunted as well with I think soldiers too. And I don't know how true it is. I've never really heard anyone talk about that one, but they were talking about it on Facebook the other day for some unknown reason. And it got me curious, but then I completely forgot about it until you asked me about that. Yeah. Maybe it's one and the same too, because I'm not really hundred percent sure. I've just been told that it's in that general area close to where like that really old church looking building is. You know exactly what I'm talking about. It's right yeah. at the edge of the road that you lived off of. Uh, but yeah, I thought about that the other day. I forgot to ask. Forgot to bring it up. I thought, what a better time than now. Yeah, and I, uh, I actually have family members buried by that church. And so I've been there quite a few times. And I mean, there's there's some old tombstones in there. Um, so it's a possibility. I mean, it could be. Yeah, definitely. Uh, to carry on here with our campfire stories, the cemetery edition. Have you uh, some? Do you want to have, have your second story? Sit back and have some s'mores, you know, watch the stars. S'mores uh, sounds good, but you know, Bigfoot might get you, man. Might smell <laughs> them s'mores and that chocolate, man, and just come at you, bro. I heard it's some, I've heard it's Bigfoot's mating season right now, so. Yeah, I might want to stay out of the woods. <laughs> you wear, I'm going to wear a thong while uh, burning some s'mores. <laughs> Now, okay, this has everything to do with our stories. Do you burn your s'mores or do you just lightly burn them? You know what? It's according to the mood, but I normally let them get a little bit more crisp. I, uh, I'm one of those guys that I like to watch the world burn. So, like, I grab the marshmallow, stick it in the fire, wait till that song bitch catches on fire, and then blow it out and then eat it. Like I want, I want it like burned to a crisp. Yeah. So you like you it when like there's a, no longer marshmallow? You just have ash. 
Well, I like I like eating the ash, and then you get some uh, soft marshmallow underneath. But the but the top of it has to be complete fire. Fire, fire, fire. <laughs> um. So my next story, I'm actually this one I'm super excited about. Um, not that it has a good history or anything, but. And I'm, I'm sorry if this one's not as paranormal as what it should be, but I went down a rabbit hole. So I went to the second best state in the country called New Hampshire. Okay. <laughs> Cause I'm like, nobody talks about New Hampshire. So I'm going to find a cemetery in New Hampshire. And I went down this rabbit hole where this cemetery is like the oldest cemetery in that state. And it is, it has so much history that I didn't even cover it all. I couldn't even cover all the random hauntings and ghosts that's happened in the cemetery. It's, it's that, you know, it's that big. But the cemetery I did is South Street Cemetery in Portsmouth, New Hampshire, or it's known as Point of Graves Burial Ground. And like I said, there's a lot of history on it. Like, but the story that stuck out to me the most is that there's there this. So the cemetery you have, you could just be walking by random tombstones and have feelings of grief. Um, you can see there's a tomb that supposedly glows when you take a photo of it. And that was one of the selling points to me. Like that's what I went into. Cause I was like, Oh man, that's pretty cool. Cause we have one of those in West Virginia. So I think it's West Virginia or it might be Maryland where supposedly the tombstone eyes, like it has like a, I can't remember if it's a face or like a sheep or something. Cause it was like a kid's tombstone, I think. And like the eyes light up at nighttime. But did you ever hear that story? I haven't actually. Like I said, I can't remember. I think it's either close to the West Virginia, Maryland border or if it's straight in West Virginia or straight in Maryland. I don't know. Um, there's also like this woman in this. She will silently just follow you around. And I seen where a paranormal investigator was like, hey, this woman just shoved me. And, uh, but the story that gets me the most Okay. And this, I found this interesting and I went down this rabbit hole, not inspecting, not expecting this to become like, it's kind of became like a true crime haunted story. Okay. (laughs) So on the North side of this cemetery is where this cemetery had gallows. Okay. And a lot of visitors and investigators they always, you know, get creepy or eerie feelings that people's watching them or this or that. Well, there's the sheriff. It was, I think it was in 1700, 1739. Okay. Is mm-hmm. when it started, but only three women has ever been hung in that cemetery and how they would hang them is they would put them on a cart and then the cart would pull away and leave them to hang like that. 
Yeah. And and that's I mean, that's wild to me. Like, and you know, people watch would come out and watch that. And it and those women didn't even do nothing major. Okay. Like I forget what they did, but it was nothing major. But here I have a was question. I have a question. Uh, okay. Did they weigh as much as a duck? Because then they must be a witch. <laughs> maybe they maybe that's what it was. Maybe they thought they were witches. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's a terrible way to go because, like, if it's not something like where it's instant and the people get stuck, like, hanging there until they completely suffocate, it's like, and they it, used to be real popular back in the day, man, when people were getting lynched, you know, the whole town would show up and watch. And I don't, I mean, I don't know if I could watch one. I wouldn't want to watch someone suffer like that. I mean, even if that person did something to my family, yeah, maybe I might watch it. But if it was just like, I don't know, like they stole like a a duck. They stole a duck and they got hung for stealing a duck. Like, I can't watch that. Yeah. But the most famous story and the haunting, one of the hauntings of this cemetery is the woman was a 25-year-old school teacher and her name was Ruth Blay. I may be butchering her last name, but it looks like Blay to me. Why she ended up getting killed was she got pregnant out of wedlock and she concealed her, she concealed her pregnancy. But when her baby was born, it was born stillborn. So she wrapped it in a cloak, buried it beneath the floorboards in the schoolhouse. Now this gets back to evil little kids. Her students saw her do this. Now, these kids aren't teenagers. Like, it said specifically one of the kids was five years old. And the trial was rushed, and they found her guilty. Well, the people in the town were like, listen, this is our favorite school teacher. We want her not to hang. Well, this part gets me. This guy's an evil motherfucker. Okay, he he did not know. Like, <laughs> not. I'm trying. I'm trying to figure out how to say this the best way. So he knew a pardon may come, and that would hold up progress. If if it didn't come, so he decides to not be late for dinner. He hangs her an hour early, and. <laughs> Like, what kind of dinner is this man having to rush hanging this girl? Like, <laughs> so I guess she, I guess she didn't go silent. Like, they were saying to this day, that's one of the hauntings is you can still hear her shrieking. And she, like, I guess she shrieked the whole time they were walking her to the, or she was, you know, they did the cart thing. So, like, the whole time she was on the cart, she shrieked. Well, uh, the crowd was like all pissed off at the guy and he just ignored them and then had the horse drive off killing her. Okay. And so he didn't miss his dinner. <laughs> well, within minutes of her death, the governor pardoned her. Damn. I mean, that's unreal just because he didn't want to be late for dinner. That's just morbid. And then tragic, tragic, tragic. 
because you think <laughs> she had this pregnancy that she had to hide, went through that whole period, gave birth probably alone, baby died, so there's something else tragic. Then she had to bury the kid that she was hiding that didn't make it, which is tragic as well, because it's the mother bearing the child that they carried. Yep. And then basically get killed over that and then having that morbid asshole more worried about eating food than, you know, the innocent life of a woman who got pregnant, (laughs) you know, like, yeah. And, and see, supposedly there's ulterior motives because I asked just rumors. I don't know how true that is, but he, well, he (laughs) killed the other two women too. There's only been three hangings for women and he killed all three of them. So I think the one super sub- sexist dude. <laughs> yeah, that's what we, that's what I was wondering too. And that's what a lot of people was wondering. Cause I think the one was another pregnancy out of wedlock that he killed. I don't think the baby was born stillborn, but you know what I mean? Pregnancy yeah. out of wedlock. And then the other one, I, I the one woman they I don't even I couldn't even find her name, so I don't know what happened with her. But when she's that Ruth Blay is buried in an unmarked grave, I guess close to the pond. I guess there's a pond in the cemetery. Mm-hmm. And that's where a lot of investigators capture stuff. The cameras malfunction. Uh, and then once they leave the area, their cameras will start working. Um, you'll see all kinds of strange glowing lights, um, orbs, orbs out the ass near her grave, supposedly. Oh, yeah. I figure all that tragic and, and those like last moments of life and stuff like that, it's probably just supercharged. Oh, yeah. I mean? And that whole cemetery is just full of this stuff. Like I said, this is just one of the tragic stories I read. Um, another one, I'm not going to get too into it because that story would have been another rabbit hole I went down. But <laughs> there's two victims that's in there. Uh <laughs> I'm trying to think of the name of the murders. Uh, it's like Snotty, Snotty Mose Island murders. I think it's the name of it. And it's these two girls. Well, three people got uh, assaulted during a burglary, but two of them got like their heads cut off. Um, I didn't go in depth detail on that one because I, I figure I'd be here for a, quite a while because anytime I get into a murder case like that, you're I mean, there's all kinds of different perspectives and this and that, but one of them survived and the other two got murdered and their tombstones are in this place. So it's supposedly haunted and there was all kinds of tragic stories in the cemetery. Yeah, that's it. you're right. Smutty knows uh, Island murder. Yeah. That's what it's called. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, I, I started to read into it, and I, I was like, well, that sounds like it could be its own story one day, so I'll just leave that one alone. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, maybe one I, day we'll do a true crimes uh, episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's definitely crazy. But you can see why a place like that would be so haunted, though. Uh, just ridiculously high levels of tragedy. Uh, that's just crazy. Uh, my next story uh, is pretty interesting. 
and we'll get to it here, but I just want to take a moment, uh, do a little shout out, a little shout out again to uh, everybody for liking and following uh, all of our sources for the podcast, Podbean, of course, uh, YouTube, we're on what, Spotify, uh, iHeartRadio. I Heart Radio. I literally follow the. I literally think that no one's listened to us on I Heart Radio. So if you listen to us on I Heart Radio, let me know because I'm not saying it's a hassle to put on I Heart Radio, but I notice all our view, all our listens are from Podbean, YouTube, and uh, Spotify. Which sorry about YouTube, okay. I uh, I'm actually putting that I'm actually putting episode three up on YouTube as we speak. So that will be up here sometime tonight. Yeah, from my understanding, and Dante handles the uploads of uh, the information. Uh, so if you're making any like posting comments or anything, like I don't know if it's possible with Spotify. I'm not real familiar with Spotify, to be honest. I know I'm like one of very few people. Uh, I can't see how many views and stuff we have on it. Uh, but I appreciate every single view, like, and all that uh, follows. Uh, YouTube, I hear, is a little more difficult. Uh, you were telling me uh, about getting everything uploaded. But we'll get that episode and get this one hopefully up quickly. Uh, yeah, and YouTube's, YouTube's not that it's super long. It's just that it, it takes me forever to convert the audio and the, I throw the video on there just so you have something to look at. Like I know me personally, like if it was just like a flat screen, like that's fine. But I mean, it's kind of cool having the moon moving the back and I'm probably going to switch it up on that. I might switch it up on this one actually um, just to have something different, but YouTube just takes a while to convert it into the, what I, what I recorded on. It takes it a while to convert it. Yeah. So it's not like a super big deal. It just takes longer to get it on that than it does yeah. Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Podbean. And actually, right. our last episode is our highest listened to episode on Spotify. So thank oh, you nice. for whoever was listening to that. Um, yeah, we think we thank everybody. Uh, we greatly appreciate it, and we thank you for your patience. Uh, we're getting this episode out pretty much a day early, which is nice. It was like, surprise, mother truckers. <laughs> uh, but also, uh, we are now on Facebook. You can find us on Facebook if that's not normal. It's paranormal. Uh, you can definitely like and follow on there. We uh, keep people updated on the upcoming podcast with the podcast to release on all sources. Uh, hopefully here in the near future, we're having some talks about some t-shirts. So there might be some items and stuff that might go up that you can get, take a look at that anybody's interested in, uh, a certain surprise, I guess, that's coming from Dante here for me and everybody, which will be excited so, for that. Yeah. As soon as I get word on that, I'll uh, let you guys know. And, uh, actually what if we end up selling shirts, we're I'm probably put it back into the podcast because I definitely would like a new microphone and I know you probably would too. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely trying to get some things set up uh, down in my lair. Uh, so it'd be a little bit better as far as uh, quality and stuff like well, that. 
we'll, we'll, we'll sound like we actually are uh, know what we're doing and you guys might enjoy it a little more. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, and again, like we do in every episode, if you have any questions, concerns, want to tell us your stories, uh, your stories could get mentioned right here on the podcast. Uh, so definitely hit us up and you can email us at any time at nnpnpodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's nnpnpodcast at gmail.com. And that would be an interesting campfire episode is if we had enough stories from listeners to do like a listener campfire. You know what? That would be a very good, very good episode. I would enjoy that a whole, whole lot. Love to do that. We have had uh, one interesting thing that was sent to us uh, to our email, and we will definitely bring that up, but it's definitely going to have to be more of uh, a cryptid episode. Uh, just as a little teaser, we'll be getting back into some cryptids as well here soon. Uh, and we'll talk about the picture that received that I showed you. You remember a couple of days ago? Yeah, and it was it was a very interesting photo. I know. I uh, I never seen something like that before. Yeah, it's definitely very interested. And in, uh, I'm going to try to talk to that person some more to get some more general information about the uh, property and stuff that where that was taken. Uh, but we'll definitely have that for another episode as well. Yeah, one so day we'll get, one day we might bring you guys interviews. Yeah, it's endless possibilities, my friends. Endless possibilities. <laughs> one, one day we might have an OnlyFans one where you can see me strip while we do a podcast. Who knows? That's four ninety nine though. You got to pay for the stripping. It's, you got to get that new mic somehow, man. <laughs> I got to work for that new mic. <laughs> You'll be able well, to hear anyways. The people, the people that don't have visual <laughs> that didn't pay the four ninety nine, they'll just hear my ass clap, ass cheeks clapping in the microphone. <laughs> Now, I, back now, to the campfire stories here. Now that I scarred uh, everybody, <laughs> you just damn. We just uh, lo- we just lost all our followers. <laughs> <laughs> so, Donnie, let me tell you this story, and there's a particular reason why this story sticks out to me. And the reason is, I don't know about you, but sometimes statues and things like mannequins. Could be like the freakiest things ever. Oh, yeah. I completely agree with that. (laughs) So this location that I did is the Riverview Cemetery in Parkersburg, West Virginia. And what makes this such an interesting place and really stuck out to me, there's not as much huge in-depth information as the story that you just told. But this really stuck out to me because this is a very popular spot for Halloween, ghost tours, uh, for paranormal investigators. Uh, the reason is, is there's a large amount of reports that the memorial statues in the cemetery are seen walking and moving around. Oh, I like it. Uh, one particular statue that has been spotted away from the gravestone that it is attached to uh, 
but also has been noted to be at the gravestone, but in different uh, positions. And it is that of a weeping lady that lays over top of the gravestone. It's like a square gravestone. And it looks like a lady is like knelt down behind it, uh, weeping. Uh, but there's uh, apparently there's been photos where people said that the statue were shows with the hands are in the different positions. Uh, people have witnessed supposedly the statue walking around as well as other statues in the cemetery. Uh, and I don't know about you, but shit like that, like horror film that has mannequins in it, man, freaky as shit. Um, so this is off topic, but not off topic because of the statues. My, I know all you older people out there that grew up on the Simpsons, like I have, would definitely, my all-time favorite Treehouse of Horror skit is on the Simpsons when all the statues come to life in a town and start terrorizing the town. <laughs> so, so to me, walking through a cemetery and there's fucking statues walking around it's slightly terrifying, and yet I would be like, oh, man, like, I don't know. I'd be pretty excited. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like that episode of Simpsons. <laughs> exactly. Like, I, I, I don't know if, like, I'd, I don't know if I'd be scared or just be like, oh, shit, like, but the statues usually made of concrete. Well, depending. They, I mean, technically, yeah. they can murder you pretty easy. Yeah, that's, that's a fact. <laughs> <laughs> Blunt force trauma killed by a ghost statue. <laughs> I don't even know how you can explain that. <laughs> like a mannequin. Mannequins are terrifying, but to me, it'd have to be a bunch of mannequins. Like, yeah. if, if it's just one mannequin, I could take him out. <laughs> if it's like, I turn around, there's one mannequin. I turn around, and now there's ten mannequins? I don't know. Oh man, if it's one on one, you're just gonna drop kick it, find the highest thing to climb one, drop an elbow, watch your man Randy Savage style, aren't you? Dude, I would beat the mannequin with his own arm. Cause you know those things, <laughs> those arms come off easy. Oh yeah. Something else that's interesting uh about the cemetery is there's one other well known ghost that's not a statue. And they believe that it is uh a sea captain. Uh, Captain George Dimming. Uh, quite frequently, there's a black overcoat wearing man hunched over the grave, and they believe, uh, just due to the attire and stuff, that it's actually the ghost of himself just kind of staring at his own grave, which I thought was pretty a little creepy and interesting as well. Uh, I think it's funny that there's a sea captain buried here because we're not really that close to the ocean. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, later in life, you know, they might have just moved. But I just definitely thought that the statue thing, man, it really just really stuck out to me because stuff like that could be just a little creepy. Yeah, that's what I probably would have. If I would have seen that cemetery, if I would have went local, I probably would have picked that one too, just for statues that move. Yeah, because it's definitely something different. It's like, yeah, you got orbs and stuff, which, you know, is interesting as well. And apparitions, obviously, is cool. But statues moving, that's a whole different thing. <laughs> that's, that's a Scooby-Doo episode. <laughs> that is. 
I'm, I'm all about these statues. I, I want to go there and I'm going to fondle a statue and see if it comes to life. <laughs> Be like, hey, baby, how about them? Let me clap them cheeks. I have one small little story. Uh, if you don't mind me taking an extra one here before uh, we talk about a little bit of other information for the podcast. This one will be short. Okay. And it actually takes place in our hometown, man. Morgantown, West Virginia. Uh, couldn't find an exact name on the cemetery. But I had read this local legend about an old cemetery somewhere that's off of West Run Road. Okay, yeah, um, I've heard this one. What's really interesting about it is it's believed that for a long time, still possibly to the day, that uh, witches and members of the occult hold Sabbaths and celebrate other holidays uh, on this ground. And it's uh, believed and been reported that people will see like eerie glowing lights, especially like on foggy nights and stuff like that, of weird collars and stuff in the area. Uh, which I thought was really interesting, especially being from our hometown. I uh, I remember the stories about it. Um, I feel like one time we was going to look for it, but I think it's private property now. So we end up like, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, we weren't the most motivated group of kids. So... Once yeah, like, you're, you are right. We did go over there and it's like gated off of private property stickers. Yeah, that's what I thought. Like we went there and then we was like, ah, fuck it. Let's go to B-dubs. <laughs> Food motivation. That's where it gets us every time. <laughs> but Speaking I of food motivation, I do want people to know that once we have some shirts, there will be shirts for us fat people. We're not going to be one of those places where it only goes up to XL. So We're, we're going to have we don't care what size you are. We'll go from baby small to 10XL. If I see one of my shirts on 600-pound life, I'm going to be happy. <laughs> Slightly we don't, a little sad. <laughs> we, we, <laughs> we don't discriminate against any size. Because there's a lot of shirt places that once you get past 2XL, they don't like serve you no more. Yeah, you can't find stuff, which is unfortunate because you're a tall, big dude like I am. And you want to go somewhere and get like a band t-shirt or something. It's like, oh, sorry. Well, if you can't fit a 2X, you're just SOL. Hell, hell, Hot Topic, you go to a large. I mean, are we sponsored by Hot Topic on this episode tonight? <laughs> I don't know why it keeps popping in my head. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, hell, Hot Topic, you go there to find a, like, I wear XL large. Well, you go to try to find an XL, they don't have none. It's large and below. Yeah. Some of us just aren't skinny bitches, you know? <laughs> I'd like to think I just, it's my pecs of steel is why I got to wear XL. Oh, definitely. Double, double pecs. I'm flexing my pecs <laughs> right now. If you had OnlyFans, you could see it. $4.99. <laughs> so we are thinking of adding one more thing to the podcast. Uh, Test it out, see how it goes. Donnie, how about you tell us a little bit of information in history about today? So this is I'm I make I found out about this a while ago, 
And if you're a coast-to-coast listener, then you've probably heard it too. Well, you can report UFO sightings. Well, we decided we might throw in a UFO sighting for whatever date or paranormal, whatever. We, we haven't really decided. We, we'll probably tweak it. But on this day in West Virginia, there was a UFO re- reporting. Now, this is a little old. It's about, well, I guess it's a lot old now. It's like 14 years old. I, uh, I was probably graduating from high school when this happened. And uh, on this date in 2008, in Falling Waters, West Virginia, there were lights on the object, and the object changed color. Now, I'm not going to um, – whatever is said on this report is how it was reported. So it's not me ad-libbing sentences or you know making up stuff as I go to make it work. This is straight up just what the report says. This is what was reported to NERFCO. New Fork, New Fork, right? Yeah. Okay, (laughs) so here's what it says. Star-like object, which disappeared very strangely. The sighting took place sometime between 11 and 11.18. The time of the sighting is unsure. I only saw it for about 45 to 90 seconds. It then disappeared. The object was a little larger than an average size star. That was in the sky. It was white and yellow colored and was outlined in green at certain times. It was very clear night with lots of stars in the sky and a full moon. My dog was acting very out of character and hyper all night. So I went to check on him and that's when I saw it. Other dogs in the neighborhood were also barking. When it disappeared, it got smaller and smaller, turning very dark yellow before disappearing altogether. I don't think it was an alien spacecraft or anything, but it was surely a strange sight. It was spotted in northern sky towards Hagerstown, Maryland, along Interstate 81 near a radio tower. Note, witness elects to remain anonymous. No contact information. Because if you're going to report a UFO, you're not going to give them your contact information. Men in black come, should come up and they blind, they do the flashy thing. You don't remember nothing or take you off. Yeah, <laughs> I'm giving shut you that. that shit down. Yeah. <laughs> but that's from Falling Waters, West Virginia. Now, um, there's a lot of interesting uh, sightings, and we thought it'd be kind of cool to, you know, there's people that see them all the time, but they're just, you don't know about it. Yeah. So I just figured it'd be fun to kind of take a look at uh, a UFO sighting or paranormal something happens that was reported uh, in this day in history, you know. Uh, just thought it'd be something fun to do, uh, get a little bit more information about some of the stories and stuff out there that people have reported. And it's just, it's just interesting because, I mean, I've read a couple of them where the people's like, I never, you know, a lot of them, a lot of them point out if they're religious, <laughs> they'll be like, I am, there's one I read and we might, I might read it on a future episode just as an extra, but it starts out. I am a follower of the Lord, but I've saw some <laughs> strange sights in the sky tonight. <laughs> It was like they were they were questioning whether or not God was coming. It was the rapture or if it was UFOs or angels or what. But <laughs> it was pretty interesting. And there's a couple interesting ones. A lot of them are random lights. Like they debunk them too. Like they, they'll go in and look at them and they'll be like, there's a couple of them that they were just advertising lights. That's all they was. Supposedly. Yeah. Supposedly. 
<laughs> you never know, man. It could all just be something crazy. So you light in that air, and then before you know it, you're on a table somewhere with some little green men. I mean, I hope that I don't get probed, but I mean, at that point, you have no control over it, so you're just kind of like, "Oh, ah. you'd like it? Don't, don't lie, <laughs> sir. Why are you, what? Why are you getting hard? Ah, just keep probing. <laughs> just keep probing. <laughs> Got any Reese cups? Got yeah, Reese cups? <laughs> hey, Reese's. You should sponsor us so we can get free Reese cups. But <laughs> 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 we want to uh, again uh, for bring us. Now on Reese's. <laughs> <laughs> I uh I bought I bought uh Sarah some, so uh, I might have to go steal some here in a little bit. So <laughs> then there'll be a missing report for you, and it'll be <laughs> one of those investigations. If I go missing, <laughs> I want you to put me on a milk carton. <laughs> like I, <laughs> I don't I don't want to just go missing and then my face be on Facebook. I want a milk carton, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put it on some like off-brand milk carton <laughs> like not even name brand just some like random off-brand that's sold to like one store and one <laughs> in the whole state <laughs> now now put me on that great value milk that's what i drink <laughs> it's cheaper well that's one of everybody out there the, you know if you're looking in the skies and you wake up, there's some little green men. Just remember, it's not normal. It's paranormal. Have a good night.